Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode 98. Today, we are breaking down what it means to pre-launch or pre-sell your online program. We're going to discuss what needs to be in place for the pre-launch to be successful and the factors to consider when using this launch method. So let's get to it. Pre-launching or pre-selling an online program essentially means that you are creating your sales page and you're starting to receive payments before the program content is complete. There are two primary reasons why businesses choose the pre-sell method, and they are either to validate an idea or actually to make money so that you can actually produce the product. And because there is an investment on the customer side of things, more often than not, pre-selling an online program requires your customers to fall into one of these couple of categories. You either have an established customer base asking for the product, or you have loyal followers on social media who you know are ready to buy whatever you offer, or you have a list of people that you want to do direct outreach to. They are potential customers and you want to actually say, hey, I'm creating this product for you. What do you think? So that's direct outreach. And there are other customer bases too. But for now, these are the most likely who will be up for buying your online product before it's complete. Once you get to the launching of a product that is complete, the sky's the limit on where your customers are going to come from. But in a pre-launch or in a pre-sell, this is really truly where your customers are going to come from. I'm going to assume that you actually know where those initial customers are going to come from and the work that is going to be required to get them to the sales page. So let's get to what needs to be set up and what can wait. The final action our customers are going to take is to go through the checkout process. This is the most important element to have set up properly when you are pre-selling. The checkout cart that I most highly recommend is Thrivecart. Episode 82 of the podcast was a deep dive into this robust platform. So if you haven't listened to that episode, after you finish listening to this one, head back into your podcasting app to episode 82. For our purposes today, Thrivecart is where our customers are going to pay for this new online product. They are going to be presented with a checkout page and you're going to want to have this fully built out. And that means you're going to want to make sure that your product has a well-defined name, that you have prices on there, whether you're doing pay in full, split payment, subscription payment, whatever it might be, whatever their payment options are, having those on there, a list of what's included in this product, 
um, definitely an image or a graphic that represents the product. If you go to most of my Thrivecart pages, I just have a box shot that has tech of business at the bottom and just the name of the product. And it looks really kind of nice and clean. It's just a box like you would buy back in the 90s when you bought computer software in a box. It looks like that, but it's nice and simple and it's easy to understand what I'm selling. And the last thing that you're definitely going to want to include is your terms of service and refund policy. This checkout page does not need to be complicated. It just has to be complete. And if you don't know the full extent of what's going to be included in your product yet, just add ellipses dot 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 and more exclamation. That always works well. After your customers pay for this pre-launch product, they are going to be directed to a thank you for purchasing or another page of your choice. This page is likely the second most important pre-launch asset you can have. This is where you're going to set expectations. It's where we're going to double down on our commitment to our product creation and let our new customer know how much we value them. This page is where we reassure our customers that their success with this program is your utmost priority. And I often like to throw a video on this page because it adds a personal touch. Right on the heels of the thank you page, there needs to also be a thank you email in addition to the payment receipt. Technically, they could be done as one single email by customizing the Thrivecart receipt email or more often than not as two separate emails, one coming from Thrivecart and the second coming from your email marketing system. I do like to do the two emails, ever so slightly customizing the one in Thrivecart and then sending a more complete one from ActiveCampaign or ConvertKit or whatever email platform you are using. So yes, you will need to make sure that your cart is properly connected with your email marketing platform. And this is because we will be using that as the mechanism for keeping our pre-sale customers in the know as far as the progress of the program that they have purchased. To recap, right now we have a place for our customers to purchase the product, a thank you page, a thank you email, and hooked the purchase into our email marketing system. But for most of us, that's not enough. We need a sales page to help our customers see that this product is truly right for them at this stage in their life or business. The sales page is kind of like a cover letter on a resume. The resume can stand for itself, but the cover letter gives the resume context and warmth. It's the same thing with a sales page. Your sales page can be more simplified in the pre-launch stage than it will be during your public launch. The key elements of your sales page are the same as the checkout page, but usually it's going to be more aesthetically pleasing and more content heavy. Are you asking yourself if you need a sales page or if the checkout page is sufficient? I have three questions for you to ask yourself and that hopefully will help you figure this out. The first one is, is my customer interacting with me during the sales process? If you're doing direct outreach, you can answer their questions right away, or if they have a really easy way of talking to you, then you might not need a sales page because you are the sales page. You are fielding their questions and you are reassuring them that they are doing the right thing by buying this product and becoming your customer. 
if they do not have interaction with you, then you probably want a sales page. Now, the second question is, is my audience already used to buying things online? If they are, then your checkout page might be enough because they understand the process. But if they are not, then the more we can warm them up to the idea of an online product, the more likely they are going to follow through and make the purchase. Now, the third and final question that I have for you to think about is the price. Is the product more than $100? Probably a sales page would be recommended. And if it's more than $500, then I would say a sales page is absolutely necessary. So that's kind of how you can come up with whether or not you need that sales page. Now, do we need anything else? Well, no, we actually don't need anything else to make the sale. But to efficiently create the product that we are selling, then yeah, we're going to want to have some other things in order. The first thing that we want to have in order is how are you going to ultimately deliver your online program? Are you delivering with live video sessions? Then using Zoom is probably what you're going to use to deliver it. And I would recommend getting your Zoom Pro account squared away before you start selling the product so that it is nice and clean and easy and one more thing checked off your list. Now, if you are creating an online membership or an online course, knowing what platform you're going to use is vital because it's going to help you conceptualize and realize that this actually is going to happen. And for this, I recommend either Thinkific or MemberVault. Earlier this year, I ran a series on Thinkific and I also ran a series on MemberVault. Those are both available in your podcast app. If you just scroll back, you'll find them both. And I think that if you're kind of considering one versus the other, those are good episodes to listen to. Thinkific and MemberVault both have value and it really depends on the type of product you're creating, who your audience is, and a few other things like that. So definitely if you have questions about either of those products, hit me up on Instagram. I'm tech of business. I would be delighted to help you out with that. Now, if you are creating a done with you or a done for you type online product, you'll again want to make sure how is this going to be delivered? How are you going to be engaging and communicating with your customer throughout this experience? Knowing what platforms you're going to be using, what mechanisms you're going to be using for communication and for content delivery is going to just make things so much smoother and it's going to help you be very clear when they are coming to you asking questions. One other method that I find people are very successful at delivering their online programs is straight up via email. Your email marketing system is going to be your new best friend. So making sure that you are using a system that you trust and that you um, feel comfortable using is going to be important. It doesn't make any sense to pre-sell a product and link people into an email marketing system that you can't stand using and then for you to force yourself to use that system to deliver the product. This is the time to square things away. Get on a system that you enjoy using that is aesthetically pleasing that you feel comfortable with before you pre-sell so that you are very confident when you are going to use email marketing to deliver that system. The bottom line on this is that it is super important for you to be clear how the product is being delivered so that you can refer to that in the language on the sales page and on the checkout page, in your thank you page, and of course in your emails. 
Next up, what type of content are you going to be including in this program? Is it going to be video content or printable PDFs? Is it going to be fill-inable PDFs? Is it going to be templates? Is it going to be audio files? It's probably going to be more than one or two of these, to be honest, because we want to create a very well-rounded program. And that kind of leads to the question of what kind of tool are you going to use to create the content? And if your chosen delivery platform includes a mechanism for storing that content, or if you need to source out something like Vimeo Pro or a cloud storage location to house the content so that you can deliver it through your chosen mechanism. One other thing that I would highly recommend getting in place is your pixels. I feel cringy just mentioning that because it's such a technical term. This is where you are setting things up so that Facebook or Pinterest or Google Analytics or whatever mechanism you're going to be using later on down the road to target people or retarget people, getting that set up now is going to help you in the public phase of marketing. The sooner you get your pixels in place and your tracking codes figured out, the easier it's going to be to be able to be effective in your marketing next down the road. This is not for right now. This is not for the pre-launch, but getting them in now is only going to help you down the road. And it's particularly important if you're taking your in-person or offline established customer base, and this is their first time that they are seeing what you're doing online. We want the powers that be, the trackers and everything else to identify that person as somebody that may be interested. So if they haven't bought from you online before and they are not quote unquote tracked, this is a great opportunity for people who look at your sales page but don't actually buy for them to be tracked so that when you do get to the point of marketing this in a public way, that Facebook will know or Google will know or Pinterest will know uh, who your audience truly is. We've talked a lot about what you do need to have in place, but are you wondering what you don't need to have in place? Well, for starters, you don't need to have all of your content created. And you don't need to have all of your emails written. And you don't need to have your public launch marketing plan in place and operating. And you don't need to have your customer service automated or a chat bot. And in truth, you don't need to even create your entire online product before letting your pre-launch or pre-sale customers gain access to that product. What I mean is that if you are doing an online course or an online membership, you can be two or three weeks ahead of your audience so that they can access week one while you're working on week four content. At this stage, your customers are going to be people that already know you. They already trust you and they truly believe that you are going to serve them right. Making the purchase experience smooth should be your primary focus. Making it so that they are not waiting six months for their product is the second most important thing. Don't let them sit out there without any communication from you. If you are pre-selling, communicate with them on a weekly basis or on a regular interval that you have explained to them on the thank you page and on that initial email. 
I would love to support you during your pre-launch. So join us in the Expand Online Facebook group, which you can access by going to techofbusiness.com forward slash community. And if you want any assistance with Thrivecart or any of the other tools we mentioned here, or just a strategy for creating your launch or pre-launch or your online product, email me. I'm jamie at techofbusiness.com. That's J-A-I-M-E at techofbusiness.com. Or send me a DM on Instagram. I'm techofbusiness. Techofbusiness is much easier to spell than Jamie. And I will be back with another episode next week. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.